the fans who want to keep pounding. The ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Street. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into yet another outstanding edition of the Views from Mint Street podcast, your home for all things Carolina Panther talk, emanating from the great city of Greenville, South Carolina, right in the heart of Panthers country and the enthusiasm to start the show existed today, but not yesterday. As the New York football giants knock off our Panthers 1916, your final. We're about to get all the ins and out, the X's and O's on tape for you. But allow us to introduce ourselves. I begin. My name is Rob Brown, the host of the Rob Brown Show, airing on the Fan Upstate in Greenville, South Carolina, and around the world free on the Odyssey app from 9 to noon every single weekday. And of course, next to me, metaphorically speaking, he's actually across from me, geographically speaking, my co-host Lonzo Reitzel is here as well. And so it only stings as much as it stings to be 0-2 because we are a 58 and a 56-yard field goal away from being 2-0. And And it happened again. It happened again. There's a lot of reasons why the Giants were in the position they were in to kick a long game-winning field goal. And there's a lot of things to break down here. The unfortunate reality of the situation here is even when the defense is doing its job and holding Saquon Barkley to 72 yards and holding Daniel Jones to 176 and one touchdown through the air is the defense doing their job. The offense is pedestrian and we have now paid for it two weeks in a row. All right. So I'm not going to go with pedestrian, but if you are uh, one of those hashtag fire, this person will probably get to you eventually uh, in this podcast, but a lot of things that we've talked about over the last few weeks about what we want to see happen for the Carolina Panthers, it, it, it happened, except for the end score thing. That thing did not happen, but uh, so 0-2, 0-2. 0-2, uh, as it stands right now, the Carolina Panthers have played two very winnable football games. They have lost both of those very winnable football games. And, of course, that comes right before a rough stretch of games upcoming. We are at home this Sunday against the Saints. We're going to break that game down, obviously, in our Friday pod, though we will spend some time between here and Friday getting into it at a very surface level. And, listen, a Saints team that took Tampa Bay to the wire. Then you've got the Cardinals. Then you've got the 49ers. The good news is the next three in a row are all at home. Then you're on the road at LA, then back home against Tampa. This is a five-game stretch that I would have really liked to have entered at 2-0. There's no reason to not have entered at 2-0, but this is a point in the season, pardon me for being cliche, uh, cliche, This is the, especially this Sunday at home against New Orleans. This is a part of the season where we are, we're about to find out what the makeup of this football team is, what the mentality of this football team is, because you are a grand total of five points away. You are about a hundred and what is it? A hundred and nine yards away 
from being 2-0 and when it's all said and done. And now you have hit what is easily the toughest stretch of schedule ahead of us. The, the, the thing is, looking at this, based on what we've seen in week one and week two, I'm not saying they will. This is the longest losing streak in the, nat- in the National Football League right now. And if you told me this losing streak was going to extend until October 23rd, I wouldn't be mad at you for saying it because it's a rough five-game stretch coming up. I, I would be mad at you for saying that because I don't believe that's going to happen. And if you look at the difference between week one and, and week two, you would say there are no difference because they were both losses. There are differences. There are problems that were around in week one that were solved in week two. And it really comes down to, uh, quite frankly, the very first play of the game. The very first play of the game, Chuba Hubbard fumbles the ball, fumbles the kickoff return, and then it was, you're immediately behind. Now the defense stood up, I know we're going to get into some detail on this, the defense was able to to bow up and keep them at three points, but you start the very first play, the very, you can't help it as a player or as a person. You walk into the office and something goes wrong right away, you're kind of worried that that's going to be the the thing that happens all day. Well, in the office of football, the very first play is a fumble recovered by the other team. Then you got to, in the back of your mind as a player, go, oh, no, what's this going to be like today? And that's how they started the game. Yeah, and again, that's, that's, that's why I'm talking fortitude going into week three at home against the Saints. So I, I think they showed it yesterday. Again, a... Fumbled kickoff return to open the game is bad, but it's not like, oh God, everything's wrong. Should we apologize for saying Chuba Hubbard needs to get the ball more? Should we apologize for that? Because they listen to us, obviously, as they should and and got him the ball the very first play. And what's he do? No, I mean, it's a it's a kickoff return, right? Like it's a kickoff return. And it was it's it's weird. You're going to get in the NFL five or six of those between all teams in both half kickoffs during the course of the year. It's unfortunate and it's weird, but the defense he, he should up have to carry, carry the football everywhere he goes for the time. I know it's, I know it's very high school. I know it's very peewee. Yeah. Carry that football everywhere he goes throughout Charlotte. The, the defense stepped up in a short field situation where they were called into, into action much more quickly than they expected to be. They stepped up. They held the Giants to a field goal in that spot. They were able to maintain that field goal uh, until the end of the quarter. It was 6 nothing. The offense, again, it, w- it wasn't spectacular. They got a couple of chip shots yeah, by the in way, the just, second just quarter, quick, six you mentioned, you mentioned it was 6 nothing. It was 6 nothing because of another fumble down on that end. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I believe, this time. And, and, and it held him to another three. The defense played really, really well, all for except for like two series. I agree. Those series were you know, and the led the, the, the series points, that but. gave up the touchdown in the third quarter, which by the way was answered. But the series that they gave up the field goal, I don't know what happened there. They just kind of it just kind of fell apart on them on one series. But listen, you're not that good if you're not. Tampa, if you're not Green Bay, if you're not the Rams, if you're not one of, and even that's a question mark after what happened to Atlanta, but unless you're one of the premier offenses in the league, every game, and you'll hear coaches say this all the time, every game comes down to a play or two. And a couple of fumbles ended up being that play or two. That's all it was. 
So it's 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 very much uh, it's very much about cleaning up the mistakes. Baker had a fumble; he got it back, so didn't lose that one. Chuba Hubbard had the fumble on the opening kick. Robbie had the fumble that he lost as well. And I could very easily say, "Zo, you take." Either one of those two fumbles away, it's 16-16, and the Panthers have an extra possession to score at least the field goal. Either one of those two fumbles comes off the board, and the Panthers probably win this game on the road, but... That's not how it works. You have to deal with them as they come. I'm not upset with the defense. I thought there were some bright spots. By the way, big ups to Debo, because Derek Brown, who... I had some words for in the last pod. Derek Brown was exceptional. In fact, Derek Brown was Pro Football Focus's fourth highest graded defensive lineman in the entire National Football League this week. The bright spots came out on defense. Julian Love was is uh, was was uh, exceptional. Excuse me, not Julian Love. I got my my stat sheets backward. Uh, Frank Lavoe's exceptional in this. Ten tackles, all of them solo. Shaq Thompson. 10 tackles, six of them solo. Xavier Woods, another bright spot game for him. 10 tackles, five of them solo. It was it was exceptional on the defense. You just held the team that was easily the number one rushing offense in the National Football League last week. You held them to, what, 103 total rushing yards. You actually outrushed the New York Giants, 146 to 103, but... The offense was pedestrian. I, I I know you don't like the word. I don't like. I know you don't like me putting it that way. But I don't know what else to call yeah, it. You know in what? Big you spots what? they fell apart. I, I don't like it because uh, all right, you could say that in big spots they fell apart. But there were some. There was some very good runs. There were some great passes thrown by Baker Mayfield. There were some really good things that show you the potential of what they could be if they could pull it all together. They've had two games where mistakes and things have caused problems. And yes, a winning team finds a way to overcome those things. And is this a matter of coaching? Is this a matter of just unfortunate incidents? We don't know. I mean, we're not going to know until probably midway through the season. What is this team? Is this a team that's going to continue to lose by a field goal? Or is this a team that's going to find a way to overcome? I, uh, I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible. And the answer is, I mean, like you said, there was growth from week one to week two. I'm not disputing that. Of course there was growth from week one to week two. You say, of course, like it has to happen. It doesn't have to happen. It has to that, happen. That, that, well, it should happen, but the defense did really, really well. If Luvu actually catches that interception, there was a lot of green in front of him. There are a lot of things that could have, the ball could have bounced Carolina's way and you have a different outcome. Uh, I will say this, and and, and we're going to keep going because we got plenty more to talk about. Uh, but bad news. There is a bit of bad news here. Since the NFL expanded to a 14-team playoff back in 2020, precisely zero teams have made the playoffs with a record of 0-2. Not a single team has made the playoffs in the 14-team expanded playoffs after going 0-2. Small sample size. It's literally every playoff year that we've had 14 teams. Not a team has done it. Now, eventually a team will break the mold. I mean, come on. But listen, we've talked about this. I think you and I agree. You need nine wins to be a wildcard team this year. We do agree on that. Okay. Yes. So, if we look down, based on the team that we saw yesterday, 
And I look down the rest of the schedule. We're not going to do it again because we've already done it. If you want to hear our projections, you can go back and listen to the pod, the last pod to drop, the last two pods to drop before the season started because we gave our week-by-week rundown. But I'm going to tell you right now, looking down the rest of the schedule, and, and I'm turning off the Panthers brain and turning on the Vegas brain, there's not nine wins on the schedule. There's not. And and I would initially have circled like the Steelers as one, the Broncos as a potential one, but a team that loses to the Browns and the Giants, it's not a bad Steelers team. It's 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 a it's a decent Broncos team. The Ravens are not a win. Uh you know, the Bengals are 0 and two coming off the wait, Super wait, wait, Bowl. Why why are the Ravens not a win? You see what they stopped Saquon Barkley, so so the Panthers can stop the run. You think Lamar's going to beat him through the air? We I don't are think so. Two and a half months away from the Ravens game. Well, you just mentioned the game. I'm yes. just saying. Yes, the Lamar who just went 360 through the air and 120 on the ground against Miami, who is a better team than us. Yes, that Lamar's going to beat us as of today. All right, so today. so if you're listening, you're wondering, you're still trying to figure us out. Rob is the over analytical guy who's completely shocked when when luck comes into play and I'm the dreamer I I admit I'm very positive I still think that there's a possibility that they can make the playoffs so I think there's a possibility that the Panthers pull together wins that Rob doesn't think is possible so we're going to fight about this the entire season and let's face it you the listener hopes that I'm right and Rob is wrong the problem is the Browns and Giants were two of the wins that I didn't just think were possible that I said were dubs this team should be two and oh and again I'm trying not to overdo the panic because we have lost two both of them by 55 plus yard field goals David Newton of ESPN put this one out uh, yesterday the Panthers have lost their first two games on fourth quarter field goals of 58 and 56 yards. They are the second team in the last 20 seasons to have opponents make go-ahead field goals of 55 or more in the fourth quarter or overtime twice in a single season. The only other team it's happened to were the 2019 Texans where it happened weeks one and four. The Panthers are the only team to have it happen in consecutive games recorded by ESPN Stats and Info. I'm not saying that in terms of, oh, no, doom and gloom. I'm saying that in terms of it was the Browns and the Giants that it happened to. And one snap of the ball, one 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 different bounce of the ball. We've got an entirely different scenario. So let's talk a little bit about what happened in game.